Welcome to the Unbounded Podcast, a podcast made for powerful humans ready to own their wildest desires and design their most unconventional lives. I'm Sarina Maria, a business and money manifestation mentor helping people from all over the world create unprecedented levels of success and expansion through a body-mind-soul approach. Unbounded, the podcast, helps you to redefine what's possible for you when it comes to wealth, business, and self-expression. Unlock the keys to your next level in the most aligned, easeful, and authentic way by tuning into these weekly episodes and letting yourself be unbounded. Okay, so today we have a very, very big topic and I had so many things that I wanted to share and I was like, I cannot fit this into an Instagram post or into an email. There's just so much to share and so much nuance that I wanted you to have a place where you can understand kind of, yeah, my view on this topic, which is money or money manifestation. And so I share here, I'm going to share here a few things that I feel like I, I see a lot of few mistakes, let's call them like that, even if I don't believe in mistakes, but I do believe that there are some things that can delay our journey of manifesting. So I wanted to talk today about mistakes you may do while manifesting money or things you may do that delay your money manifestation. I I really, as I said, I really see this a lot. And I see it with clients. I see it on the internet. There's so much noise out there around like what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And I'm going to share here why nothing else has worked before. So approach this with an open heart. I don't want to make you feel wrong. I want this to create possibility and even more so to invite you into exploring my work. If that calls you, I have a program right now called Rewiring Abundance, where we go exactly into this. And my guidance said yesterday, like being louder about this program is your inspired step. So I hope it's going to to help you see more of of what this program offers and yeah to give you a a whole new understanding of how money manifestation looks like because you cannot know what you don't know and what you see on instagram i share about this many times but honestly while it may land in like that insightful way i don't believe it can fully fully grasp the context of why i'm doing the work like this and so let's start with a few things as i said that may be delaying your manifestation journey and um and my view on them and why i believe that they didn't work for me and for my clients yeah and kind of like giving you more context into that. So the first one, I have here a list. I came very prepared. So the first thing that I see people doing and, you know, trying to manifest money or healing money wounds is to work with the mind and, you know, in reframing their money thoughts. And if you are in my world, you kind of know my work and you know that I have a holistic approach, which means we work with the body, with the mind and with the soul. However, what I see people doing here is to simply try to install new programs, how I call it, on a cognitive level. So it's like I'm trying to to find my blocks in an intellectual way, and then I'm trying to heal them in an intellectual way. And that doesn't quite work because what I'm doing here is to work with the conscious mind, which only like we don't which only contributes in our lives like five percent of the time so why would we be working with 
that 5%. When that 5% doesn't decide how we get to act then, how we get to feel, how we get to relate to money, and doesn't change our reality with money. And so here, what I do is I also work with the mind, but I don't work first with an intellectual approach. What I do and the work that I do really helps you kind of understand why this would work on a cognitive level. So I explain it to you and then we go into the body first. That's the first layer. So I kind of, while I say, you know, I many times I say that I, I work with the body first, I actually work with the mind and the body. I believe that. And here's another mistake that I see a lot. So probably there's going to be a lot of mistakes or, you know, things that we do to delay. But uh, another thing that I see here a lot is, um, you know, a lot of somatic practitioners or body workers that want the, the human in front of them to just do the body work, but they don't address the resistance. They don't address the fact that the person in front of them has a loud mind. They don't address cognition as well. And so the way in which I kind of learned how to work with this is to help you first grasp the concepts on a cognitive level and then to translate that on an embodied level on an unconscious level so because how can you want to do the work if you don't address your resistance that is you know intellectual and cognitive and that's how I found to you know to go around it the best so it's really really this you know this understanding that you cannot simply affirm your way into manifestation you cannot affirm your way into wealth because your energetic body holds a lot of resistance and you know i go into the mind i go into the body but as i said i first talk to that resistance there is a reason why you are stuck there's a reason why you have money trauma there's a lot of you know layers to because it's not only, you know, your trauma, what you've experienced, it's ancestral as well. It's what you saw in others as well, what you saw others experiencing. And so it's really, really important for me to address that resistance as well, to kind of speak to that resistance and to teach it like, this is safe. You're going to learn here something that is going to fully, fully help you, you know, change your money reality so you have i kind of convinced it to do the work if i can say it like that but i love this part because most people tell me that this is what they love most they love the fact that they can um they they finally after so many practices so many uh programs they are able to finally implement the work. And I find this exceptional. I have people who after 20 years or 30 years, I have people who are 60 years old and work with me who tell me, you know, I never found the relief before. And that's because I speak to that resistance first and then we go into applying the tools. It's never about, you know, just applying the tools. Like you come to me and I'm like, you know, just move in this way or feel your feelings. And I don't explain to you intellectually what that means and I really believe that this is one of my biggest secrets why you are able to dissolve that resistance and get to work because as I said you could have a spreadsheet with all the practices you could have an understanding with everything that you should do in order to heal your money wounds and attract more money but you can you know just not do it 
Why do you know so many things and you don't apply them? Why do we see people stuck? They have invested. A lot of people come to me. They have invested in so many programs, good programs many times, programs from other you know, practitioners that are trauma-informed and work with the nervous system and so on. Why are they still stuck? Because that practitioner didn't first address their resistance. That practitioner was like, your body is, you know, you have to work with the body. You have to heal the body first, or you have to work with your nervous system. But, you know, they, they left them there. They didn't talk to their resistance. And of course, that they didn't implement the work because we are trapped in those patterns because healing is not something natural for us. Healing is the biggest, I always say this, healing is the biggest threat to a system that learned that safety is, you know, anxiety, not healing, being in stress, being in not enoughness, being in, um, yeah, all these blocks that we are, we have learned to play from, even victimhood, like, and these are the, the bits that you're going to see are going to come together, because there are so many layers to this that I could never, ever, ever include in an Instagram post, or, um, and I see people just fragmenting, you know, all these layers, but I, I really believe it's, it's this deeper understanding that allows us grasp why nothing worked before. So I speak to your resistance first. And then once we dissolve that, you're not going to just have a, a set of tools and practices that I'm going to give to you. And I'm going to be like, okay, do this at home. No, I'm actually going to help you, uh, dissolve the thing that kept you stuck so far, dissolve the thing that kept you in that eternal anxiety, unworthiness, scarcity, victimhood, and all these um, resistance themes that I find in my clients and I found in myself that no one speaks to. And we don't know that this is why we are stuck. And I always say this as well. You, in order to find the healing that you need, of course, you have to, you know, invest in, in a program. If you don't know these patterns, and hopefully this is what this podcast is going to to give you, if you don't know your patterns, you're not going to be able to even invest because you're going to be trapped in those resistance themes, as I said. You're going to be trapped in victimhood. You're going to be trapped in unworthiness, scarcity. You're not going to want to move. So once you understand that you are being protected from healing, you understand that it's not you know, it's expected for you to not want to get support. It's expected from you to not be able to move forward. And this is what we are doing here. When we understand our resistance, we are able to expect the fact that we are going to have a lot of fear coming up when we invest in guidance. Uh, we are going to expect feel, feeling that anxiety because that's, you know, an indication. It's not an indication that we are doing something wrong. And I want you to be mindful of this. This is called emotional reasoning. A lot of people do this when investing, which is I'm feeling anxious. That means I shouldn't be doing this. No, you're just intellectualizing your emotions. Just because you feel anxious when investing or when wanting to get that guidance, it doesn't mean that that's the wrong step. Of course, always be mindful in who you're investing in. And we are going to go into that um, place as well. But please know that this is expected because as i said the biggest threat to your system is healing because healing is unfamiliar it's a reality that you are creating 
that is very, very scary that you have never experienced before. I always tell my clients, you have never experienced this before. So how do you expect to know how it's going to feel? And the mistake people do here is to go to extremes. Like, I don't have money. I'm going to feel wealthy. And to just like envision that extreme reality, but without taking the steps to go there and without um, learning how to collapse this gap between where they are and where they go with guidance, with someone who is like watching you and is able to tell you. So you are now, you know, you're now fearful of investing, I don't know, $900 on a program. The next step is not for you to be a millionaire, right? Because we have to take these small steps so that we are able to rewire them. And uh, in 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 my programs in rewiring abundance, what we do is to collapse that times, you know, in in small steps, so that you know how that next step toward how that next step towards healing is going to look like. And that's really the beauty of it. Uh, We are going to make it less scary for your protective parts, which are basically the parts of you that have learned uh, that being in this reality, it's what's safe. Being in scarcity and in these fears, it's, it's what's safe. And that tries to protect you from healing. So we work with them so they don't freak out when you're trying to heal and when you're trying to manifest and rewire your reality. Because... This is, uh, and I'm going to actually tie this with the, another one that was not coming here next, but uh, it's it's so, so tied with this one, which is, let me find it. Yeah, not changing your thermostat. So you begin sabotaging what you have. And as I said, so healing is the biggest threat to your system. And then what you're trying to do is to manifest without changing your, how you feel without changing, you know, in small steps, what's what's familiar for you. So you go from deep scarcity to manifesting and you're showing up in your business and, you know, in your, if you have a coaching business in your coaching business from this wound that you had before. So if it's scarcity, if you, you with money, you're relating from scarcity, guess what, how you're going to, to show up in your business, you're going to show up from this place of it's not enough. My clients are not enough. Um, no one is, you know, seeing me. Uh, this is not going to work for me. And this, this this theme of not enough, I don't have it. It's not here. And lack, that's the, the overarching theme. So this is why in my in the work that I'm doing with clients, we are going step by step in rewiring that new familiar. I'm not going to take you from you know, being $2,000 in debt to having a million in one week, because that's going to be, of course, you can win the lottery, I always say this, but, and you would be able to like with this work to rewire that if you'd have the understanding. But this is why a lot of people win the lottery and spend all the money and they actually get to have less than they had before because they didn't do this work and changing how they feel. If I don't feel safe with the money, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to self-sabotage. I'm going to push away what I'm creating. Again, what I'm seeing in the coaching industry 
people being taught how to make money, people making money and then losing it all or spending it all because they don't feel safe with having money. So in the work that I'm doing, this is why I say it's emotional intelligence work, this part, because it really is about changing how we feel on an unconscious foundational level so that abundance becomes more uh, familiar and so that we no longer sabotage it. And it doesn't take a long time to do this. Like I have um, clients and students who have taken Rewiring Abundance and who have done this in just a few weeks. It's I believe that um, the, the magic happens because I'm also someone who had a lot of financial trauma and I use my story a lot in, in expanding others. So when they, I also know what each step in moving towards abundance and safety was so I can hold that vision for my clients. I can be like, okay, now, you know, um, you are in scarcity. So now the, the next step is going to be for you to feel like this or for you to do this. And, you know, it's just like holding that vision for them and holding that possibility kind of just like does a lot of things for us. Because it allows, it first allows our unconscious mind, our nervous system to calibrate to that safety. It then creates possibility. The person in front of us, in my case, I become the expander for my students, for my clients, and I hold the vision for them because I was where they are and I'm in this place. And I also collapse that gap that they are in with these small steps. So it it does a lot of things. And this is why I always say like, Getting guidance from someone who has done the work and from someone who has been in the reality that you are in and has shifted it is the best thing ever. I don't care, you know, what tools and things they teach you. This is the only thing that is going to speak to your resistance. Someone who has been in your shoes and someone who gets you. And this is the magic that this this comes with. And this was the actual the 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 second, but the third now, the third thing that I wanted to talk about, which is not being, the, the mistake we do is not being around expanders. And this is exactly what I talked about. So if I just try to do it on my own, I may, you know, be on Instagram and I learn all this information on a cognitive level, but because I don't witness it, I don't receive it, and I don't engage in that energetic exchange with that person because money is not just money, it's an energetic exchange. And you're probably seeing a lot of coaches, you know, praising, uh, investing online and being like that. But honestly, when we are paying someone, we are entering an energetic exchange with them. They have done the work and it's like we are just plugging into their energy and we are able to access their energy. This is why if you have a pattern of scarcity, of not or of holding tight onto money, and only in this case, if you have a pattern of overspending, this is probably not going to be your lesson. But if you have a pattern of holding tight onto money, and you're trying to DIY your journey by being on Instagram and reading posts and like trying to imagine how something is going to feel, probably the biggest lesson that you're going to have to master and move beyond is investing in this energetic exchange. Because the universe is like you're being unfair right now. You're taking without giving. And I, I this is my blog. And I actually have 
I have done so much working in changing this. Even this year, I spent like six figures in in myself, in my lifestyle, in my support that I got and in the programs and so on, because I learned that this is my lesson. I had a pattern of holding tight onto money and that was very like very deep. I I always say this and I'm going to share my story as well a little bit. I used to cry just when paying for for groceries. When I had to split the bill with my partner, you know, in in paying for groceries, I would cry. I would feel that overwhelming feeling that I'm going to die because paying and giving money away was just like so terrifying. My habit was I only have safety if I have something in my bank account, if I have savings. And of course, I'm not saying that savings are not good, but definitely that was just like my hiding spot. It was a way in which I was avoiding expansion and healing. And so the first time when I uh, and I was like exploring with being a coach and selling my coaching services and no one bought. and then. One day I bought a 99 course and the next day I received my first $99 uh, from coaching because I was being unfair. I was consuming all this information and I wasn't giving back to the people that supported me and I was creating this imbalanced exchange. And so, of course, I wasn't receiving because what I what I was doing was to only, you know, take, 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 take. And what I wanted to do was take more, you know, take from my clients while I was like, I'm just going to sit here comfortably and not, you know, not invest. And that wasn't fair. And I always say the universe is fair. If your pattern is to hold tight and to be in this imbalanced exchange, probably you're going to see it in other areas as well. I have done this in my relationships. I have been so, so entitled and being like, I only like, I should get this. I should get that. I should get that, which is I'm only entitled to receive without giving. And then what did I want? to receive more without giving, which was like my, the universe was like, Mm-mm, you're not doing that. This is why I always say like I was rewarded the next day. And imagine this, I was in my corporate job. I didn't know that, you know, my coaching, like I didn't even have a client that paid me at this point. I was just exploring with the Instagram. I didn't even see myself as a coach. And I had like this these last $99 on my credit card or $100. And it was like, I felt like throwing up, honestly, when paying for that. But because I took that leap and I held myself through it and I was able to also give back, I was actually able to, 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 to change that energetic imbalance with the universe. And you're going to see this if, if you're really, really embodying this, I'm not like I see this with so many clients who have the pattern of scarcity. It's really, really deep and it's probably going to change your life. And a lot of people, and this is why I hate talking about this on Instagram, because without context, you just be thinking that I'm just a coach on the Internet trying to convince you to like pay for things. That's not right, because I'm also someone who is investing in coaching. And I'm also someone who has been in your shoes. So I've lived all the realities for those who are just like hearing about me the first time. I am from Romania. I have been like, my jobs have been paying me 
from $250 to maximum $1,000, which was the last job I had, the last corporate job, 1100 or 200 something like that. Um, I was in deep scarcity. My parents divorced because of money. My mom, there, there was this, this thing where Romanians would go in Italy to work because Romania was just very poor. My dad, at the time my mom left to Italy, my dad had a salary of $120, something like that. And a family with three children. So the arguments were always about money is evil. My my dad said, like, money is evil. You only, you know, like, we should just enjoy the family that we have. He was telling my mom. And my mom said, money is the answer to all the problems. And so this created a huge conflict in my unconscious mind, which was like, money is evil, but I want money. But money is evil, but money is the answer to all the problems. And there was this internal conflict within myself. And so I had to do a lot of healing and then add to that the fact that, I, you know, my, my ancestors were from Romania that was very poor, from the communism, from all these, you know, all these trauma cycles and all this fear around money and all this struggling. And it's like, this is like when people tell me, they ask me in an Instagram post, like, but how do I heal money trauma? I'm like, God help me. <laughs> Like if I could just like, imagine if I was able to find healing in an Instagram post to all this trauma that I was carrying on an unconscious level, that's not possible. And this is why I'm here. And this is why I'm sharing on this platform. Because while Instagram is a great and awesome platform for possibility, for showing us what's possible, it's not a platform where we go to heal ancestral trauma and, you know, money trauma and all these deep layers that are just like bubbling up in the, in all this resistance, as I said, because it's not even about only about those wounds so it's really deep work and we have to accept that in the moment we accept that we also kind of like just see instagram as the possibility but we no longer use it as a healing platform the fourth thing that i wanted to share about is the the victim paradigm and the victim stories that we are in with money it's so like probably the most common paradigm that I'm seeing is the victim one it was for me as well and that's when I started healing my money trauma for those again I'm going to share my stories if you've heard them before I hope it's going to act as you know expansion and possibility and so on so I was in my corporate job marketing you know doing marketing and so on that was paying me as I said one thousand and something dollars I was told that the only way in which I could earn some extra money would be through my, uh, through my, through freelance projects. I was also a writer. And so I was applying to all these freelance projects on a freelance platform, but people weren't hiring me because I was, uh, you know, a Romanian writing articles in English, which didn't quite like, people wanted native speakers. They didn't pay attention to me and so on. And so one day I just like, burst into tears I went to my partner and I'm like I just don't know I'm doing everything and nothing works like why does God hate me why why do I do everything and nothing works uh and of course (laughs) I I got an answer that I didn't want my partner has 
an ability to to kind of pull me out of my victim stories. And you probably hate people who do that, but trust me, they're doing you the biggest service because the reason why you're not manifesting the main one is because you're probably in victim role. And we cannot manifest if we're not in the creator role. The victim role is the one where like everything is happening to me. Nothing is working for me. I am powerless and blah, blah, blah. And my, my partner was like, you've healed, you know, your relationship trauma, your emotional trauma. Why not try heal your money trauma as well? Like your, your wounds are on money. And I got so angry. I was like, you're invalidating me. You don't get it. And then I was like, okay, so you're actually, what if I could heal this as well? And by that point, I was a trauma practitioner. And then I started, you know, applying everything that I knew about trauma to this work as well, to the work around money. And I started feeling more into the creator role. I started investing in guidance, that guidance, because victimhood is something relational and this is why my partner really helped me so much if you have the tendency to be a victim and you're around victims guess what it's very hard to get out of that so this is why guidance is crucial a huge pattern that i do a, a huge pattern and healing that I, a piece that i do with my clients is to heal the the victim paradigm in which is only happens in relationships you've learned in relationships that you cannot do it that you're disempowered that you're stuck and you are going to heal in relationships and you're going to learn that you're actually powerful a creator and so on it's not as simple as i'm journaling this no that has to be reflected towards you and this is how your unconscious mind learns as I said, and I'm going to say it a lot of times uh, so that I avoid this conversation because for me, it's so like obvious. Your unconscious mind learns through experience. So you have to experience a situation where someone is looking at you as, and is seeing you as powerful and is reflecting to you your power, not your weakness, not your you know, like, like your vulnerabilities and so on is not reflecting to you the fact that you are powerless and the victim. This starts from your friends group to your partner to your coach and so on. And if you're someone who doesn't have that, guidance is crucial here because um, this is what we do. We are, but of course, you have to be willing. When I do one on one work, I always ask someone, why are they stuck? And from their answer, I can see that they're stuck because they don't have the tools and they never found this work and like they didn't find someone who works with their resistance or if they're stuck because they're in victim role and they want to be saved. In order to give up the victim role and to tune into the powerful creator that is going to allow you to manifest, you actually have to be willing to drop that role you have to be willing to stop advocating for your powerlessness and that's that's not invalidation so there are very two very different things i don't invalidate my clients actually with the clients that had been practicing the victim role a lot what we do is to actually you know grieve a lot and do a lot of emotional work that because we are also victims because we've been around other victims. And what victims do is to not allow us to have our own experience. It's always about them. Like my 
family is the same. It's always about like, I'm more entitled to a victim story than you are. So probably if you're a victim, you also had this relationally and this relational experience. And um, it's so important to like, do the emotional work of completing and giving to yourself what you didn't receive. And then once we're moving through those emotional blocks, we are installing the new role, which is the creator. So it's never, ever, ever in my world about emotional intelligence, about emotional, uh, sorry, bypassing or spiritual bypassing. I'm not about that. I believe that the key to having this powerful, role tuning into this powerful role and creating the life we desire is emotional intelligence work so that means a lot of work around how you feel and how you felt and how you were not allowed to feel and so on so just so you know what you can expect in my world but i only work with people who are willing to come to me and to be like i'm willing to do you know the work and not be like serena but you know i cannot and i don't and it's not and i can't and like that's you advocating for your stories and i cannot help because i cannot pull you out of something that you don't want to get out of that's free will and when i would um step over your free will i'm actually doing something that's not beneficial for me and i get you know bad bad vibes from it so I don't do that I have to honor you where you are and you come to me when you're ready but of course my job is to invite you into my world and to also help you understand what you're going to 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 find into my world and for those who are hearing this and are curious about my one-on-one work you can always dm me on instagram and ask me because I take one-on-one clients at the moment a moment I don't take a lot of one-on-one clients because I'm very intuitive and I like I put in a lot of energy in you know helping clear those things and tuning into the resistance and modeling the new relationship and it's a lot of work I'm not going to lie it's a lot of work and this is why it's like I just work with a few clients and I make sure I I, you know I focus on you and I I help you. I I don't like the word help. I guide you in the best way possible. I'm saying it's such a big reason why I'm doing this work. It's not the money for me. The money is the energetic exchange that I believe should be fair. And when it's not fair, I don't feel rewarded and I don't feel seen. Um, If you're a projector, you know that we need to feel seen. And the energetic exchange is something that makes me feel seen. This is why when someone is like, you know, oh, why do you have this process or whatever? I I feel very, you know, not seen. I feel like, of course, people don't understand my work unless they work with me. But it's like pricing and that energetic exchange allows me to feel seen and rewarded and cherished and whatever I need in order to serve you and to help you the best in the best way possible. And I hope, you know, people can understand this sooner rather than later, because what, while I always say, while Instagram created this beautiful opportunity for all of us, it also creates um, this entitledness, like you are a coach, you should help me for free, which is like absolutely insane if you ask me, because I never reached out to someone on like their messages and like, (laughs) ask them like do you heal me here or whatever Uh, or how should I heal and it's insane for me I don't get it like I maybe if I get it once a month that's 
a rare occasion, but I see other people complaining about it and I see it a lot. And it's just insane to even know that this has been like created through a platform that rewards instant gratification. And as always, when we have something that that is beneficial, it also has its downsides. But the people that I work with don't ever feel entitled to my, you know, work and energy for free and know that Instagram is just a way in which I can express my creativity, but that's not healing. Like it's just not. It's just a place where you go and get insights and like an introduction into my work and a place where honestly I just show up out of my own creativity. Like I feel like the the practitioner that I am and the coach that I am has nothing to do with Instagram and I always Okay, now we go to the next one and I don't even know which one this was. I think it was 6, the intersection between nervous system and money, which is my absolute expertise. Now, I see a lot of people, it's like <laughs> I have been doing this work for so long and I see a lot of people kind of trying the nervous system as or nervous system regulation even more specifically and like without context into how it actually works. Um in my world, when we work together, I'm like, okay, you have to leave out any concepts that you've learned because they're probably not going to apply to you. The way in which nervous system work is commonly taught and in all the programs that I've been in, it's like um, you have to feel safe. You have to bring your body to safety and you have to regulate, like breathe and do these things and like go for a walk and so on. And while that is a part of nervous system work which is like basically creating resources for you that is the part that is actually preparing you to do the work and I'm like the the mistake to call it like that here is not tying nervous system work with money and this doesn't mean like you know breathing and thinking about money how yeah you could think about it like in the, in the first thought of what you'll know about the nervous system but it really is and when I say it's my expertise here it really is like um, a deeper, deeper approach. It's about understanding how, where do you go when it comes to money and how to meet yourself and what kind of support do you need because your nervous system, based on where it is, it needs a different type of support from you and from others. So this is like my expertise and how it comes into play because I have some kind of like templates to call it like that or archetypes and based on them I help you understand what kind of support you need what kind of tools you need how do you need to heal and yeah how do you need to meet yourself in order to heal money trauma so it's really like about healing not about safety only but this is huge in the money piece because if you come to me and you're like um whenever I get money I get anxious and if I'm telling you just breathe I leave out a huge part of what do you need in terms of support. Where is your body? Where is your nervous system? Why did you get there? How to get out of there? And so on. So we have these different maps uh, and these different different healing templates that are individual, of course, but based on where you are, you can understand kind of what you need. So this intersection is huge and is really a huge reason why the work works. I have, uh, and like when I talk about money, 
I talk about purpose. I talk about creativity. I talk about feeling worthy. I talk about receiving. And all of these are about, you know, priming your nervous system, your body, and your unconscious mind to to change your that thermostat that I talked about, where you are and where you want to go. And so this is why it's very, very, very important here to have a very embodied approach, which is I have applied this work and I know how to teach you what do you need or how to identify what do you need without me, you know, just projecting my experience, but kind of identifying based on my embodied experience. And because it's all tied together, like I have clients who come to me and are like, I feel absolutely numb. I don't want to post anything. I don't have the money. I don't have like the money is not coming. I want to post, but I don't have the energy. We have this huge inner conflict. Do you want to tell me that that conflict goes away only with breathing? Well, I tried that and it didn't work. So of course we need a more in-depth approach when it comes to this. And this is exactly what we learn in rewiring abundance, which is in the first two weeks, we talk about the nervous system. We talk about the deeper, deeper work. Um, and so when we have that, you know, like when I have a client with that numbness, we first have to work in restoring their creativity, restoring their uh, aliveness in their body and coming back to life because being numb, like you cannot create out of that. You cannot manifest out of that. You're going to manifest more like feeling unworthy and feeling like you want to do it, but you cannot do it. And so we have to restore their creativity, their aliveness, their ability to to show up in their purpose. And of course, that's when things happen organically. And something you're going to learn in my world, something that you're going to really get familiar with in through my work and in my world is really that I I believe that like we don't have to do much once we support the body, mind, soul in coming to that aliveness. Imagine this. Someone comes to me and is like, I'm numb. I cannot create. I don't have the money. Um, I my, my, my savings are running out. I'm also freaking out, but I'm numb and I cannot create in my um, you know, business. I cannot show up online. I'm absolutely exhausted. Like, Imagine if I give them tips about how to post on Instagram. A lot of programs are like people are sharing from this place and the coach is completely neglecting the place where they are in their body, in their nervous system. And it's like, well, have you tried being more authentic? Like imagine how bad this, like when I hear this advice, it makes me want to cry. Posting, having creativity, having aliveness, having flow in your body, having ideas of what to post, having that endless <laughs> source of what to post is a byproduct of healing. It's not something that you're trying to like put as a band-aid on your cognition. That's not it. You cannot override your unconscious thermostat. If your body, if your nervous system, if your mind are in survival, you cannot override that with like, oh, what should I post? 
And unfortunately, this is where all the world is. Like most of the people are here. Most of the programs teach you like some pretty words, some motivational words, and I'm not throwing shade on anyone. But of course, me being a client who has invested a lot of money in programs that didn't help me and speaking to you as the client, I always say that my business came up as the answer that I needed when I was a client. And so this is the thing here. Most of the world is trying to superimpose more intellectual stuff on uh, an emotional template, energetic template that we have unconsciously that is in survival. We are trying to like, and whenever you're, you're joining a program that is just telling you more information, can you, can you imagine this? It's just like I have a garbage can. And of course, it's like just a bad thing, but it's just like, I, I don't know how to explain this. It's like I have a garbage can and I'm trying to put some pretty flowers on top because the it's not garbage, but it's a lot of like constriction and um, trauma and emotions and all the energetics that we have stored on an unconscious level. And we try to just add flowers, which is like motivational talks and affirmations and like programs that teach us like how to see things and to change, change our perspective. We try to change that um, in a cognitive way. We try to like put the flowers on top of the, you know, trash and that just doesn't work. It, and this actually leads me to the next one because Let's say you are, um, you have invested and it didn't work because what you got is just like more information that didn't work for you. And now you are bitter, resentful. You don't have the money. You don't have the hope and you no longer invest. You no longer want to invest. It's like you closed your heart to hope. And this goes me, it takes me to the next one, which is assuming because you made bad investing decisions. You, this is a, another mistake I see. Assuming because you made some bad investing decisions that the future will be the same and all the programs are the same. This is like saying that because someone disappointed you, every human on the planet is going to disappoint you. And I know it's something we do because the mind likes to generalize and to create templates because the mind is very efficient. So it doesn't want us to like think about you know it every time. It's like, okay, investing is bad, love hurts, people are unsafe, and so on. Well, these are the conclusions that you get stuck into and that actually block your manifestation and your next level. Because like you investing in these programs that only gave you some motivational speaking makes sense, I hope by now, why they didn't work. Now, from a practical way, Things that, you know, things things that don't have that approach may work, right? I have people who say, I healed after 20 years. I healed after uh, after 20 years of program or I healed after five years of therapy. The, the, the biggest um, time a client had been in therapy was eight years. And she came to me and she is like, I didn't find this approach, this practical approach to healing and this hope ever, ever again. And so... Um, like when, and this is why I'm not just like about pretty words in marketing. I'm like telling you exactly what this work is going to give you, right? So it's like, um, this is what we're doing here. We are doing things differently. It has been proven. I wasn't, I didn't start this business yesterday. I have been working with tons of students and clients from all over the world and they have tested this. I'm not saying that, you know, you have to do the work, 
but it has a huge chance of working. And just when you have something else into consideration when you're investing, it makes sense why it can create a a different outcome, right? There is that possibility as well. And uh, here is like discernment. You you wouldn't jump. I'm not saying this like, oh, invest into me. I'm like, I'm going to pull this magic wand and I'm going to heal everything for you. But what I'm telling you is that there is a possibility, even if you like had all the betrayals before in your relationships and now you're healing and you're hoping again, you wouldn't join, you know, you wouldn't enter a relationship and being like, this is it forever. Like I actually teach you how to be discerning like yes that hope is there and you're going to heal but that healing also involves you meeting your shadows and being with the discomfort so without you know being extremely without bringing that naivety into this process you understand that it's a process and it takes some time but there is so much hope beyond it I always tell my clients this Would you rather be in the discomfort of not healing and being the discomfort of having the same problems over and over again? Or would you rather be in the discomfort that beyond it has been proven to have more happiness, more money, more of your desires coming through, more of the life that you desire? You choose the discomfort. Either way, if you didn't heal, if you didn't do the work, you're going to be in 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 one of the discomforts, right? You're going to either be perpetuating your trauma and perpetuating your resistance and being in those victim stories and in that those unworthiness wounds or you are going to be in the discomfort of healing at least first but the goodness with the discomfort of healing is that it gets better the the bad part about the discomfort of being in the same place is that it gets worse we lose our resilience in time we lose our hope we lose uh we get you know sometimes we somat- uh, somatize we begin feeling sick on a body level. We begin, you know, losing relationships. So the, you know, each one of them is uncomfortable, but you have to choose what do you want to have beyond that. And this is just like, it has the power of breaking through your resistance. If you let it, if you're willing to really let it land and to know that I'm not here to convince you to do anything. I'm here to tell you what has been the truth. And sometimes I get chills thinking how my life could have been, you know, could have looked like if I didn't do the work. Someone even victimhood, toxic relationships, extremely toxic relationships, complex trauma, panic attacks, all the things like my life wouldn't have looked good by now if I didn't heal. So thank God I broke through those resistances and I healed. I'm so grateful for that. Okay, this one has been quite long. I didn't imagine that so many things are going to come up, but always when I begin sharing, more things are coming through me. You know, source, whoever you think exists out there wants me to share this with you. I, of course, in the context of the current healing patterns that I'm seeing, I feel more called to like speak to what's what's possible um i see a lot of people investing a lot in programs that are just pretty promises and this takes me to the next one which is most people and this is going to probably come as uh um how they call that ego death because what i'm seeing is that most people invest in a rescue fantasy 
people don't assume uh, people don't own the fact that they have lost all the money because they invested in programs that promised things that are realistic and they're just like things that have when you think about it after you've healed you're just like i cannot believe i i joined a program that promised me never ending bliss like when you don't understand how healing works and how the human experience works you are going to invest in fake promises it's exactly like in your healing when you're having your first love you're like this is going to last forever like i'm just like going to go for the first time he just tells me i love you or kisses me like this is the guy he is doing like he's the best but then you're cultivating discernment and you're healing and you're like man like each relationship is hard like each relationship is going to be challenging and it's going to have its ups and downs like cannot escape the human experience and when you have that ego death you're able to like actually see the relationship for what it is and enjoy it instead of dreaming, you know, a lot and then crushing is the same in the manifestation world. I see a lot of people investing in good promises. They come to me after that and they're like, nothing has worked before. And then when I ask them, it's just like the recipe for disaster choose people that are honest about the process choose people that tell you that discomfort is going to be part of it choose people that don't only sell to you a rescue fantasy choose people that show you the downside sides of life as well don't go for pretty lifestyle pictures and chanel bags and like i'm not saying that's wrong but don't go only for that don't get trapped into that don't get like, this is why we crash. This is why we are bitter. This is why we say we hate the coaching industry. The coaching industry is not wrong. People choose to express, as in any industry, their their truth in one way or another. And so, of course, that has impact on us. But this can happen in, like, I always say, this is not, I'm not trashing the coaching industry. If you look at your shampoo bottle, it's probably going to make some promises. Like you decide, you have to cultivate the discernment and to be like, do I truly believe that this shampoo is going to make me, you know, make my blonde destroyed hair an overnight glowy hair that is healthy? Is this possible for blondes? Is like, this is what you're asking. Is is it possible for a human living a human experience to live in never ending bliss? And whoever you see is promoting that, run as fast as you can because that's why we waste money on programs. And you know what's what I see here? And it's like it it annoys me sometimes. It's like people wasted money on the wrong people, on the wrong programs that you know deceived them. And they come to me and it's like I am the the guy, the good guy that you're finding, but you're just too exhausted from the other programs. Like uh, you know, I'm not going to rescue you. So I have done my work enough to just identify it and grieve in a way, grieve that this is happening. But a lot of us, you know, when you just have been disappointed and you find that guy and he's like, he has everything, but you're just like too exhausted to even trust again. It's like that song, Another Love, right? Like I'm, I'm I want to sing a song, but it's like, I'm just too exhausted because I just love the, this other person. I wasted my tears on them. It's the same with programs. It's like you've wasted all the money, all the hope on them. And now when you're finding something that is actually, you know, 
sharing a, a realistic approach to healing, you're like, I'm just too exhausted. And I get that. And I want to validate you. And I love you. And I imagine how hard that is because I was there. I actually invested at some point uh, $3,000 when I, I was making $1,000 per month. And I invested $3,000 in a program that uh, was so bad. Like I was just taught on how to reach out to people in DMs. And like the, the coach said, you have to like wake up at 3 a.m. at night to take the call. So like that was bad. I, I felt that disappointment. But like, what would do we do? We process the disappointment. We get up and we try again. What else to do in life? We, we try again. We find the resilience. We get the job. We we pay the debt. We we, we find our power. We find the creator. We don't stay and just like complain forever. Like I am from Romania and like this should have never like give yourself an afternoon, a, a week to process that. But don't stay there because like you have a dream. You, you started this because something pushed you. There is something in you that pushes you. So start going for it. Like process whatever you need to process. Process that rescue fantasy. But don't stay there. Just like find that strength again, find that hope again, find the reason why, because it all starts with this, find the reason why it's worth trying again. And this is the best thing that I can can give you. I don't tell you like invest in my programs because it's my program. I'm telling you find the reason why you want to do this work. Is it because you want to change, you know, to heal generational trauma? Because you want to leave a better world for your children? Because you want to like become a better version of yourself? Because you want and not only the money, like don't come only because I want money. It has to be a soul desire. Get anchored in that. Allow yourself to like grieve this a, a week and afternoon. Get anchored in your desire and that higher self soul desire and then come and let's do the work that actually works right and then the last one is about is very tied to the victim one but it's really about not being willing to do your part in the co-creative process and yes it's part of the victim but it's also part of the rescue fantasy it's really about a lot and this is really like i I just wait for you to to help me. I just want to pay. I don't want to do the work. I don't want to listen to you. I, I don't want to invest. I don't want to create this energetic balance with the universe, especially, as I said, if you have the scarcity wound, you only want to receive. You go to people and you're like, I want to receive. I want to get this. I want to get this. But you're not willing to give. And you're not willing to do your part in the co-creative process. You're not willing to do the lesson, to, to, to heal the... the to heal the wound, to learn the lesson. And by lesson, I don't mean that the universe is punishing you. I just mean that we have these overarching themes that we all have to master based on where we are. And then it's like the hard part that everyone is avoiding. Uh, I love that quote, the magic is in the work you're avoiding. And um, you are not willing to do that part. Like you, a lot of people come to me like, oh, I had a dream that I should join Rewiring Abundance. And then I'm like, okay, and? It was a good dream. Like, you know, I hold space for you. I love you. I I am, as I said, I have to to respect your free will, but also like, why? <laughs> why do you not, you know, hear those callings? Why do you not do your part? That's what's keeping you stuck. And then what do we do? We are not doing our part exactly how 
I did a few years ago. I didn't do my part. I didn't invest at that point. I was just expecting to receive and then I was in victim. So we have to change the things. And I hope that this gives you the 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 push and the healing and the the courage to actually begin doing the work. Like let's forget that Instagram and like healing is relational. Healing is even in my digital courses. I have a lot of digital courses if you have, want to to kind of explore with them and I'm going to create more this year this year. Even my digital courses, people say that they have kind of like one-on-one support type of transformation and it's because I create them very intentionally so that what I share offers you the piece of the relational healing. It's crucial to understand that healing is relational. Stop finding it on Instagram. Stop looking for it on Google. You can have, you know, guidance. You can have these steps, but healing is relational. And you have to understand this. This is the science of healing that I actually talk about in all my programs. And I say in all my programs, even in the ones that are self-led, I am like, how do you know you, you need support? Or how do you know this is working? through this, this, and this. Because sometimes if you have a lot of trauma, like high-level complex trauma, you need, of course, support. You need a a safe space where you can process all the things. So if you are called to my world, I'm open and available to hear from you. So happy to do this work with you. And if you're called to rewiring abundance, as I said, kind of this, I, I think you understand what this is about and what my work is about. We are, it's Thursday, we are going to close enrollment next Monday, and we begin next Tuesday. Um, We are going to, yeah, you're going to have part lessons, part Q&As. We're going deep into supporting you in healing, reframing your money reality, and mastering Uh, money manifestation and understanding what does it actually take to heal this is the foundation of what i'm doing and i've translated it in a group course more potent than ever because now before i would just like teach live and i would have um six or eight lessons now i'm like i'm creating a lesson before and i'm also teaching live so i compacted it so that you can have the best support available Um, And I'm so, so happy to actually help you understand the science of healing because it's not like just, as I said, just pretty words. It's really the science of healing. So if you're interested in that, reach out to us. We are going to also share the link below. And um, yeah, let's, let's take it from there. If this calls you, we are here and you can reach out to us to get the links and to join before we start. So thank you so much for listening to this today, for tuning in. And I hope this gave you exactly what you needed at this point in your life. Thank you.